All right, everybody, welcome back. Midwest Baseball Rings Podcast, right back at you here. Uh, this episode is presented by Dingback Company. Guys, we've been talking about them for the past couple weeks. Uh, DingbackCompany.com, coolest things out there. Um, I saw a couple this weekend at our tournament. I know my kid's rocking them, and uh, thank God because I'm sick of hearing those uh, bats hit my windshield or hit my all the way to wherever your tournament is and five hours away, whatever it is. Um, that's my favorite part about it. I know they look cool. But I, I get sick and tired of hearing that ding. I know you do too, right, man? <laughs> That's why I bought a truck. Yeah. That way I can just go in the bed of the truck and I don't have to hear it anymore. But now it's like, well, crap, I could have kept the blazer and saved yeah. money on gas. Right. <laughs> yeah, big bad's only, uh, what, the 25 bucks, 2699 I believe. Yeah. Uh, a little bit different than a truck. $26.99 and you're going to save $40 in uh, a yeah. fill up in gas. So. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're cool, man. They're awesome with the, with the logos they got, uh, the patches they got. Really cool, guys. Go check them out, dingbagcompany.com. Get yours today. Uh, Andrew, each and every week, um, it's not getting warmer. It's <laughs> it's getting more rainy. Uh, I feel That's like we, a lie. It's getting warmer. Uh, it's just now it's raining. I don't know, man. Sunday was about 48 degrees by us, I know, but man. it's not snowing. So, that's, I mean. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm, feel, I'm trying to be a half glass full. Yeah, I'm just defeated, man. I'm defeated. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we've been saying the same opening statement for like 17 months at this point. We're like already trying to figure out for this next weekend. Like, crap, when, when do we have another weekend that we can schedule a tournament? Because this weekend isn't going to go because of the weather. Jesus. It just, it just doesn't end, man. I, I, I the amount of times I said it this weekend, I kept telling people, um, you know, I, I just don't know when it's going to end. There's no end in sight when it comes to this weather. I just... I don't know. I, I, the end of next week is okay, right, from what I've heard? 70s or uh, something? It's by Sunday... It's supposed to be like 70 and 80 and 80 and 70, but that doesn't help us for this coming weekend sure. when we actually need to play. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> the Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday. Uh, right. Yeah. It, be crappy those days. I can do indoor practice yes. still. Just, just, you know, I don't know. I know. I don't know who we got to pray to or... We don't have to. Pr- I, I don't know what we have to do to get some sort of decent weather, but this is ridiculous. Joe meanwhile, Boo. Yeah, me, yeah, Joe Boo. <laughs> mean, meanwhile, in Florida, their season's done. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, they're 65 games in right now. Yeah, we're, we're struggling to get 10 in right now. It's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, uh, we had we had okay weather Saturday here besides the rain, but uh, it got really warm at one point. But it was briefly, and then Sunday was freezing by us. And I don't know today's I don't know we're flooding in the streets right now. So yeah, 100%. I don't know. I don't I don't know what to do with this. But uh, for all of you guys out there, just uh, just keep praying, and uh, we'll get there sooner or later. Maybe July, right? I mean, <laughs> at this rate, yeah, June. It, it might rate. not be until next July. <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go from. Uh, I don't even know. We're not, it doesn't even feel like we're in spring yet. It feels like we're still at like the end of winter, and we're yeah. just gonna go straight into fall. There's nothing. In I'm between. like still anticipating another snowfall. No, God, don't say that. Don't say that. You know it's coming. If dude, if it snows, it's <laughs> your fault it's your <laughs> fault for saying that so guys you guys can blame that on andrew if that happens because god oh man don't even get me started I, I am not bringing out the the shovel again this year and there's no way it was it was funny i was talking to the bulls black 10 you coach uh this weekend i was like hey man you guys got to come up to our neck of the woods for a tournament sometime too and he was like yeah man let's do it just not in April it's too cold up there in April I'm like you live in Indiana it's not that much different <laughs> no I know <laughs> for some reason though bullpen those tournaments it's always like five degrees warmer um, which I don't know for whatever reason it, it's I don't know, it's turf yeah that might be it too that's a good point and yeah I don't know but yeah I agree come on we're not we're not talking that big of a difference here <laughs> let's be honest yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I want to kick it off with uh, a little recap of our uh, 11U Spring Showdown Tournament over in Oak Forest. Uh, I got to start it off with, uh, you know, mentioning the Oak Forest Baseball. Just a fantastic job with, the, with you know, getting the games in. I, I showed you the picture, Andrew. Uh, I mean, the fields were underwater. hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Like, legitimately, when he told me, hey, man, the fields are underwater, I'm like, yeah, okay. They were underwater and, like, up to your calf 
underwater. Yeah, right. I know. It was no joke. <laughs> and I don't know. We uh, So we got pretty much all the games in Friday, Saturday. We moved some games up on Friday to get those in. And we uh, got everything in besides two games on Saturday. Um, Sunday. Kudos to the teams, too, for being flexible. Oh, yeah. Uh, with that Friday schedule, is especially yeah. of moving up games. Like, kudos to them. for. Be- I saw top tier. I ended up having a game on Friday. Yeah, so what we did, actually, we saw the rain was coming. And, you know, there was no way to avoid it, pretty much. We knew Saturday was going to be rough we knew friday could be rough but we could get most of it in so we sent a text message out tuesday i believe tuesday evening and we were like hey guys we're gonna if we're gonna play we gotta have flexibility here the schedule may change your opponent may change times may change who is okay with that everybody responded hey i just want to play i don't care who we play it's a good tournament let's just play and you know so we moved it we got two extra games in on friday night um top tier michigan came over friday night you know props to them for making that drive straight after school you know they got to play under the lights so that was pretty cool for them too and uh you know we got four games in on a friday we moved some things up on saturday and and got uh all our games in besides two on saturday so you know props to those teams for being flexible and just wanting to play it doesn't matter who you play I get, you know, you had your game plan or whatever that may be, but at the end of the day, you just wanted to play. Um, so that was really cool. And then, you know, the guys at Oak Forest, Mike Stralo and Jack, um, who's the president over there, man, they they busted their tails. It was unbelievable. We, Me and uh, Mike Stralo talked at about, I don't know, about 1130 on Saturday. And we put it at a realistic chance of like 15 to maybe 20% of playing. So we already had our game plan of what we were going to, um, you know, go with on Sunday and, you know, whatever refund policy, whatever it came down to. And um, those guys were out at the fields at like 536 in the morning, had a crew, and they said, hey, we're getting to work and we'll update you by 830 and let you know. So I'm sitting there waiting, 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 and it's 828 to 829, 830, 831. I'm like, oh, God, this isn't good. And then, like, 835 came, and Jack, who's the president, texted me. He said, hey, we're good to go um, for a 12 o'clock game. So unbelievable job. I yeah, couldn't believe crazy. it. I couldn't that's believe crazy. it. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, kudos to whoever built those fields, too, for the drainage. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> On top of that, like, that's that's incredible. Yeah, they just they busted their tail. So big shout-out to those guys. Um, and what a great tournament we had, man. It was it was awesome. It was uh, just good battles. You know, I, you know, I, I want to give a shout-out to everyone specifically because this is our first tournament we've ever done. And, you know, everyone had a little piece of something. Um, everyone did something, you know, along the lines and um, some good battles out there so uh, top tier Michigan did bring it home to your state of Michigan um, I represent I'm kind of disappointed I went against them too I was like I think I chose upper deck which was in the championship yeah, yeah. game I chose the right championship game and I should have just went with my heart and went top tier but you were trying not to be my biased. Bad, I respect yeah, it. Yeah, my bad, guys. My yeah. bad. <laughs> I respect it. I, uh, Dave, don't be mad. Yeah, right. I picked them. I picked them. So, uh, so yeah, top tier. They just came in. Uh, they grinded. And, uh, you know, they saved their uh, their ace till the championship. He didn't pitch an inning all weekend. Um, that Tristan, who's he's just one, he's one of the best pitchers yeah. in the Midwest, if not the country. Yeah. He's just unbelievable. But, you know, they grinded. They had, they had a tough schedule, too. Um, they played Hinsdale Devils Friday night and down 3-1 in the sixth, came back and won. Um, they were down to Phenom 2-0 in the fourth and won. And then they battled with uh, Phenom in the semis and won 5-4. So, you know, it wasn't an easy road for them. And, you know, they came and uh, they beat Upper Deck in the championship pretty handily. And, you know, they deserve to bring that home. But, um, um, the semifinal matchup between Upper Deck and Bartlett went extra innings, which is a great one. Um, Milwaukee Angels, Illinois Hawks in the quarterfinals went, I think, 10 innings, 10 or 11 innings. Um, so it was some good matchups, man. Bracket play was a lot of fun. It was uh, it was a grind all day, and, you know, the teams brought it. And, again, uh, shout-out to top-tier Michigan because we didn't get that championship game started until about 8.30. Um, So, yeah, it was a late one. You know, we had to get everything in. And I talked to those guys before the game and said, hey, do you want us to try and do a shortened game or um, shortened time limit, whatever it is? I I can imagine what Dave said at that point. Not safe for for community (laughs) ears here, but he probably was like, are you kidding me? It was something (laughs) along those lines, for sure. And and it's like, hey, like, I – 
I'm all for playing. Don't get me wrong. And I don't care. I'll stay there all night. But I know those kids at school the next day, and they got a three-hour drive back, three right. and a half, some four hours. Uh, but, yeah, nope, they wanted to play, of course. And, you know, they took home the belt. Uh, we had some championship belts. I know those got some good feedback. So uh, it was a lot of fun, man. It was, it was a grind, I'll tell you that much. It was uh, tiring. As you guys could probably tell in my voice still, I'm still catching up on some sleep and some rest and uh, got to eat a little bit and even though uh, a couple meals missed probably isn't going to hurt me too much, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, you said it, not me. <laughs> right, right. I, I did it, uh, your job for me. You're for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was awesome, man. It was just such a good tournament. Some just awesome baseball. It really was. You know, you had a bunch of top teams um, just grinding it out. Yeah, man. I mean, you're telling me that multiple teams, multiple games went to extra innings. Right, that, right. That tells me that it was just good baseball. Yeah, right. It, it was awesome baseball. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a great time. I uh, I loved it. And uh, we got plenty more coming. So we're going to be doing a lot more tournaments, a lot more things in the future. And uh, got some great feedback. And we appreciate everyone out there. Um, just good baseball, good people. Um, just the coaches just – uh, we had the best coaches there. I mean, it was just unbelievable, yeah. everyone to support. So that's what it's all yeah. about. I, I loved it, and we appreciate everyone out there, and more more coming from us soon, no doubt about that. Good, um, good, good. Yeah, so it was, it was great. It, was, it, was, it couldn't have gone better. It was awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm glad that you kind of brought up that uh, the field situation here. I have a little bit of a pet peeve that I need to get. I, uh -oh. I have a little bit of a rant that I need to get off my chest Uh oh. here. Okay, people, we live in the Midwest. Our weather sucks. It's very unpredictable. Okay, yep. it is not fair to blame the tournament directors or the tournament for field conditions, for having to cancel games because of weather and field conditions. Stop doing it. They don't want to refund your money just as much as you don't want the refund of your money for this stuff. They want you to play just as much as you want to play, okay? Stop blaming the tournament and the tournament directors for the fact that they have to close fields. It's a player safety issue. It's an issue where half the time, probably more than half the time, I'd probably say 90% of the time, they're renting these fields from a community, from a private, the person from a school district or something where those people are making that call. It's not even necessarily their call. Stop blaming them. It's not fair to them. If they cancel a game and all of a sudden at three o'clock in the afternoon, it's beautiful weather, then the fields just must have been that bad. Yep, I agree, thousand percent. Um, I'll put, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Um, when it comes down to it, though, there's certain things that they can be doing, uh, whether it's communication, um, you know, th those little Absolutely. type of things. That that comes yes. down to the tournament directors. Um, and I agree with you, thousand percent. You know, almost every time it's up to the park. Luckily for us, we kind of had control over that, and so we yeah. we got lucky there. And uh, but no, I completely agree with you. You know, communications are different. Um, something we did this weekend, and all the coaches in our tournament can tell you, our communication was fantastic. We over communicated. We were constantly giving up updates overly updates uh, I had a uh, who's I think it was the Illinois Hawks they're like hey we were sitting at the bar and we just kept getting your text messages and we were like this is awesome like we don't even have to yeah. worry about it because we're constantly getting updates so I think yeah. though that's so important just to give those updates and keep teams in right. the loop you know um, but I agree with you a thousand percent you're right on when it comes to it it's not their decision for the most part and here's the deal along those lines tournament directors if you have a big enough tournament and you have a big enough tournament company come up with an app develop an app that you can communicate through don't always just think that emails are going to be the be all end all because sometimes people don't look at their emails as often as they would the app so come up with an app that'll provide notifications if you're in a tournament it's easy enough to do they're not expensive do it you know, but and I agree with you on the communication and, and everything, and that can probably solve a lot of issues. But even when tournaments communicate, because I know tournaments that communicate, U Triple S A communicates. Luckily, we haven't had too big of an issue this year, 
um, with fields, but people still complain. And it's like, what do you want us to do? What do you, like, we don't have control over that. We have, we have 20 plus guys out on the field raking and draining the fields. There was times where I remember one year, me and a couple other people were literally out there with wet dry vacuums <laughs> to suck the water up and generators to suck the water up and it still couldn't get playable so like trust the tournament director that they're trying to do everything that they can and stuff but tournament directors if you got a bad rep it's going to be hard to justify canceling tournaments if you have a bad rep of you're constantly doing that or you're just a money grab right. type thing. So over communicate, under under promise and over communicate. Yep. Like that's, it, it's the simple rule of sales. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And just yeah, keep that communication. If you have a smaller tournament like we did, just use text messages. Like, you know, I, I get I, a lot of these tournaments are, you know, a crazy amount of teams and stuff like that. But, hey, if you've got a tournament with 20 teams, two age levels or something like that, just you, throw everyone on a group chat. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Some people are so worried about giving contacts up and stuff like that. At the end of the day, it's all about just making it work. And, you know, obviously text messages are most important. Um, I, I you know, we only had 10 teams at our tournament, but I sent text messages out and then I called each guy individually after, uh, you know, for the most part after like every day just to like see how things went or if I didn't talk to him at the park. It's just like those little things go such a long way. It, it, dude, it, you have no idea how valuable that is. Like just oh, I, the communication. I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, but right. people out there don't understand, you know, like that. And I'm just going to tout myself here just for a second. That's what I'm trying to bring to you, Triple SA in Michigan. Over communicate with people, over advertise our tournaments, overdo everything. Get people so sick of me that they say, you know what, dude? Fine, I'll just come. <laughs> you know, like, like just please stop bothering me about it. You know, but like, as far as the weather and the fields goes, guys, trust me that the tournament directors don't want to cancel. They don't want to cancel. Nope. Why would they? Why would they want to cancel? They lose money. Yeah, right, right. Like, we're not saying that it's a money grab, but they still make a profit off of this stuff. <laughs> it's their job. It's their living. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. I saw so many Facebook posts this week just unfairly just beating up on tournament directors. Yeah. No. And it's like, guys, pump the brakes, man. Yeah, trust me, I, I'm going to lead that straight into the next topic we have listed here and because uh, it's a perfect segue. I stole your spot here. I know you yes. usually like to do that. Yeah, the segue. <laughs> yeah, so this is later in the list, but um, there's just way too much complaining going on. At games, social oh. media. Social media is out of control. Out of control. Social, social media is an issue countrywide about every single topic. Yeah, right. I agree. It, it doesn't even, it's not even just baseball related. It's like life related. Right. Social media is an issue. Yeah. Someone made a good point on one of the Facebook groups and they said, you know, I don't think it's a baseball issue. Well, I don't think he said that exact words, but it's not just a baseball issue. It's a, it's a life issue or however yeah. you worded it. And, you know, I completely agree. Uh, social media is just out of control. It, it, there's just way too much complaining going on and whether it's in game uh, parents so on social media Monday mornings or Tuesday mornings after tournaments it, it does not end it doesn't end there's no. just there's there's complaints about everything everything look, man look me and you are guilty of it we I'm sure we've complained oh, about certain sure. things yeah. and stuff like that we're guilty of it we get it like I was just complaining this past weekend about stupid stuff that I'm like why was I complaining about that yeah. it doesn't mean it makes sense but it, you you got to do it in the right way, you right, know. Like right. don't don't call somebody out on Facebook. Like it's a lot of that going on. Go straight to the source and tell them what your problem is, and handle it like grown adults. Our kids, or don't say anything thing. at all, dude. My look, just it's a problem when our nine, 10 and 11 year old kids are more mature than us. I know, I know, trust me, I get it. I know it's sad, <laughs> but it's, it's, and it's not just one, two, three teams. It's every team. 
Every team. Every team's got one Every one team. parent, one coach, one kid, whatever it is. Everyone has at least one. And whether it's a coach, whether it's a parent, whether it's a, a, a I don't want to say kid, I don't, you know, they're kids, whatever, we'll keep them out of it. Yeah. But yeah, everyone yeah. has that one grandparent, uncle, aunt, whatever it is, they have that one. And it's, 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 it, it's draining. It is draining to see this continuously yeah. happening. And, Know, it's not no, just in baseball either. No, it's, I right. mean, you see it in soccer all the time. You see it in basketball oh, yeah. and football and everything. It's just the society right now. It's yeah. like we have, we have, we have, we're wimps. <laughs> we're wimps. We're entitled. Like, yeah. you know, I, I joke around all the time where it's like, Man, my best thing about my truck is the heated steering wheel. I love my heated <laughs> steering wheel. Yeah, that's fantastic, right? But it's like, God, man, first world problems, right? <laughs> like, like right. heated steering wheel. People are still walking right now. Yeah, I'm, taking I'm, the bus. I'm, right. I'm complaining because my wife's car doesn't have a heated steering wheel in it. Right. Yeah, it's a perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nailed it there. <laughs> I know, I know, and like you said, it's a it's a life problem, it's a society problem, you know, politics, whatever it is, but everyone just wants to run and and just say something like, at the end of the day, sometimes we just got to keep our mouths closed and like move on. Right. Let your business be your business. Don't air it out for the world to know. Right. Like just just hey man, if you got an issue, go to your wife, go to your boyfriend, go to your husband, go to your grandpa, go to your neighbor, like, man, oh man, this is what happened this weekend. Get it off your chest and then leave it there. Because at the end of the day, guess what? Anything that I was complaining about on Saturday and Sunday, guess where I was on Monday? Right back at work. Because it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. I mean, I just remember (laughs) like the old days, you know, a little before my time, our time, but you know, my grandma and grandpa, they just sit around the table at the end of the night and have a beer or two and just error, you know, whatever happened in the day. Out. Yeah, right. Whatever happened, it's, problems, anything. It's, that's that's it's doesn't funny that you anymore. say that. No, God, no. It's funny that you say that because that's what my grandparents used to do. They would sit there. One set of grandparents would sit there with a Coke or, or a beer or a shot of whiskey or whatever it was. And they would sit there and play a card game and yep. just air out what their what their day was like and stuff. And my other grandparents who were Italian would sit there with a plate of pasta, a glass of red wine, and putting together a puzzle and sit there and just air out what their issues were. Right. And that was that. And, right. and you just went on with your life and no one would know the difference. No. Now we have depression issues and stuff like that. It's all stemming from this social media stuff. Yeah, yeah. Social media, although great at times, is... It's fantastic at times. That's how we met. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and yeah. here's the thing. You can't imagine your life without me now. I, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's true, right? <laughs> that's a, that's about as true as uh, having eighty degrees in sun on a uh, Friday night. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but you, you're right. You're right. There's great things in social media. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great for. I think it's really good for kids like um, like our kids' age right now with the Instagram, baseball stuff like that. You know, as long as they're doing that, I think it's great. Yeah. They're meeting all these new kids, but then they're seeing well, like we're doing cards too yeah, right like all that's go. online and and that yeah. can be portrayed through social media yeah, and yeah. yo half of our guests we got through social media and all this other kind of stuff like social media is really good to network not to air out complaints right that's what social media was for us to network face my space was built <laughs> to be cool with all your friends from school and stay in touch and stuff and then facebook was built to for Harvard and all this, all that kind of stuff. And it just exploded. It wasn't built to air out all your issues. It was built to network and, and meet new people and stuff like that. That's it. Right. Right. Some of our listeners might, might not know what MySpace is. MySpace my and AIM. Yeah. Oh, oh, AIM was <laughs> the life, man. Oh, my God. AIM was the greatest of all that time. The you could have your friends list and then yeah. you could have the other list. Yeah. You put up those away messages, too. Oh, man. Those are great. <laughs> but no, I agree, man. Just like, guys, let's calm it down. Let's relax on social media. Let's just let's be better. Let's 
keep our mouth closed at times. Just uh, just be better. That's all I got to say. You know, there's we, we just needed to be better. Um, but you said that uh, you said something that made me think like we had a couple people come up to me this weekend. And uh, so I had a coach specifically said, I mean, I had a terrible call in our game. And I went to go argue, and he goes, in my head, I said, episode 34, episode 34. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I walked straight back to the dugout. <laughs> I couldn't believe there it. There you was, go, coaches. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> it was hilarious. I couldn't believe it. I had a couple other parents uh, just came up to me, and they were like, hey, do I need to go show those coaches uh, episode 34 or whatever episode it was? I forget what it was. But, um, so multiple people came up oh, to me. Oh, you know what we need to do? Huh? We need to get... Mark Paul to make a shirt with MP3 and our logo on it. Someplace it just says this is episode, episode 34. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm I love testing them right now. Yeah. <laughs> episode 34 of Midwest Baseball Race Podcast. 34, dude. Yes, tell him that because that would be a good one. <laughs> That'd I, uh, be awesome. Yeah, and like I said, multiple people said it to me this weekend, uh, which That's is really cool. Awesome. We had a lot of compliments mm-hmm. on the podcast, uh, just uh, some kids too, but uh, mostly you know coaches, uh, parents, moms, a lot of moms, which was cool. You know, you know, which is awesome to me. I um, love the moms out there, man. Yeah, it's, it's just fantastic. Yeah, you want to talk about my baby? Then moms will be out there, like. Don't right. My wife is not scared to throw hands if you start talking about her baby. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, and then we also had some people come up to us and we're like, "Hey, uh, um, no, little Johnny just hit a home run. Now he gets his uh, moonshot beastman card." So again, super cool. Um, awesome. Just yeah, just that's what it's all about. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, and yeah, with the little shirts are that would be a good idea. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, next thing, so I, I guess let's, let's we kind of carry over this. Uh, you know, I think it has, goes hand in hand. You know, um, parents, you know, ruining opportunities for the kids by the way they act. I mean, it's, we kind of just talked about it, but yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, you, you see it. It's. Uh, I'm. I'm not going to name some examples from this weekend that I saw, but um, you know, it happens all the time. Where you know, whether it's a, a fan arguing, um, you know, doing social media, something like that, like people. People know people in travel baseball. If you play for a good team or you're a good player, people know you. And uh-huh. people know your last name. People know what you look like and everything <laughs> like that, which comes to you back to your parents. Um, you know, if you're a good player, coaches probably know who your parents are. Um, yeah. And they know how you act. And I get I had a good conversation with a coach last night. And um, a, a coach that, very successful coach, coached in the Pac-12 and just been around baseball his whole life. And he said – Man, the recruiting game is very different than it was when he was in the Pac-12 15 years ago. He said, you know, these kids, I understand they're 11, 12, 13 years old, but the crazy part is they're getting recruited at this young age. And um, people are looking, and whatever it may be, maybe not 11, 12, but you get what I'm saying, the early high school ages and stuff like that. And people are doing it at a young age, whether we like it or not. And everything revolves around who you are as a person and your family. And uh, he told a great story about um, a kid who was recruiting and it was head to head versus Arizona State in the school he coached at. And he said they went out for a steak dinner with the recruit and they went with the mom and dad and uh, both mom and dad went to Arizona State. So it was already a tough battle. So they're eating a the steak and the dad goes, so if my son commits to you um, next year, where does he bet in the lineup? And he goes, your son does not have a starting spot right now. You know, that's something he's going to have to earn. We got two returning starters at short and second. He's going to have to earn it. Um, you know, if he did somewhere, earn it, maybe eight and nine, somewhere like that. And he's like, well, I don't think that's going to fly for us. He goes, okay, that's up to you. He goes, um, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish my stake unless that answer changes. He goes, you're free to leave whenever you want. And they picked up and left. And, you know, went to a different school and, you know, the kid never panned out, whatever it may be. But it's just like little things like that. Why are you why are you ruining an opportunity for your kid? Like this is about your kid, not not about you. That's that's typical. I Stop fighting your kids battles, please. Yeah. Let, right. let your kid battle for for what they need. Um, it's just like what Jason Crane said from Alma. Y'all, he recruits the parents just as much as he recruits yeah. the the player. He recruits he recruits the the academics just as much as he recruits the the athlete. 
you know, like there's there's a lot more that goes into it than just being a good athlete. If you want to go to these big time schools, then yeah, you better come from a, a, a good family with good character parents and they know that they raised you correctly because you're going to be a grown man or grown woman on your own at that university and they need to know that you can do it and be a productive citizen to their university okay otherwise and there's nothing wrong with this otherwise you'll go juco or something like that where they're going to take you on talent alone Right, like that's yep. usually what happens at that situation, and then you transfer out, and you have a much harder road. It, just like I tell my kid all the time, I'm like, "Look, man, you you have to be a good person, and being a good person takes zero athletic ability." Great point. To just be a good person, okay. And if you're a good person and you have athletic ability, you'll do big things. Yep. But if you're just a good athlete. You're going to struggle. Yeah, agreed. Being a good person does not take smarts. It doesn't take a good education, and it doesn't take high athletic ability. You can be a good person and be dumber than a box of rocks, okay? <laughs> yeah. You can just be a good person. That That's just being a good person. And guess what? To the kids out there, if you know that your parents are like, eh, you can change. You don't have to be like that. Yep. And you could speak up too. You know, right? I, maybe you can't. I don't know. You know, there's some situations that are well, differently. But 100%. But if somebody's recruiting you and said, hey, man, yeah. like, we really like you and stuff. But, and they're going to talk to you about this in private. But right. what's going on with mom and dad? You know, you can speak up and be like, look, I don't know. I can't really say much. All I can say is, I'm not them. Yes. I'm me. I'm my own person. I'm respectful. I work hard. I have a drive. I want to get out of the situation that I'm in. I'm going to do it. And okay. that's that. Right. You have that choice as a person yourself. Right. You don't have to have them make it for you. No, I agree. And I like what you said there because I guarantee you if you tell a college coach that, he's going to be like, this is a guy I want. On it. Yep. On it. Yep. Come on over and I will take you under my wing and I will mentor you like you're my own kid. Right, right. I think it's something little like that that just goes a long way. Um, I like that a lot. That's a great point. I'm, I'm glad you brought that one up. It's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just too much out there, man. It doesn't end. It, it, it seriously doesn't. It end. doesn't. It's crazy. I mean, look at at the end of the day, man. Like, parents can either make or break everything. Yep. Yep. And you know, and so I had that conversation with that coach. He brought up a couple other things that you know I want to bring up, and he. Uh, so he was visiting a, a friend who is the head coach over at. Uh, I'm not going to say school, uh, an SEC school. We'll go with that. Um, so big-time SEC school, and his kid is, um, you know, a younger kid, and they went and they got to meet the coach, and um, they've known each, the dad and, and the coach have known each other for uh, 20, 25 years. And they were going to do a little hitting lesson with the coach and everything, and, um, you know, he went to the kid and he said, hey, you know, um, I heard you are a pretty good hitter. And he's like, yeah, pretty good hitter. He's like, how's your defense? He's like, yeah, my defense is good. And he's like, well, your defense needs to be great because I have 5,000 kids on my radar that can hit a baseball. But how many can play defense? How many can act accordingly? Um, you know, it's not about hitting. And then he went in his backpack and said, um, so he went to open his backpack and said, hey, who gets your stuff ready for in your backpack? And he said, well, I do. He said, all right, that's a good start. Let me see it opens up the bat bag and he's got you know his gloves everywhere and his, he's got some seeds in there and gum and he said i wouldn't offer you a scholarship by just looking at your bat bag i mean to unorganized. Me, yeah unorganized correct <laughs> yeah which is crazy and you know the kids don't look at my kids back yeah. <laughs> it it's funny i mean you know the kid's 10 <laughs> yeah. 11 years old that's something he would never ever think about but that's a great start because it starts at the younger ages. If you do this at 11, 12 years old, when you yeah. get to high school and this, and someone may actually check your backpack, I don't know, um, you're going to be ready for that. You're going to be ready for that. So I think that was important. It's, uh, you know, and there's a lot of people, mommy and daddy do the bat bags too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've done it at one point. I'm sure you've done it too. 100%. But, <laughs> right, right. But these kids got up. I think I did it this weekend. <laughs> right? yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I know, trust me. Because you just don't want to drive back at the end of the day and be well, like, great, dude, I forgot. Man, yeah, I, I don't want to have to go to Dick's down in yeah. wherever we're going just to buy another $100 pair of freaking cleats right. and a mitt because knucklehead forgot his yep yeah no i agree uh so i think it's good for kids out there to you know listen to that what we said there and you know guys just be organized i don't care how young you are whether you're playing 8u baseball it doesn't matter that's where it starts and you can show your maturity by just being organized and that's not yeah. asking much i mean yeah. just to be organized no, it's not yeah i I wanted to touch on something that you said there just really quick that, that he said, and it's going to go off topic just a bit, but he, you said that he talked about defense. Yep. Man, if that wasn't more prevalent this weekend than anything, I don't know what is. Guys, if you're a pitcher out there, just throw strikes. Throw strikes. You want to throw batting practice to these guys and trust that your defense will make the plays. If you're trying to throw it by everybody, you're going to throw balls, you're going to walk players, you're going to have high pitch counts. Just throw strikes. If you got to take a couple miles an hour off your fastball to make it happen, take a couple miles off your fastball to make it happen. Yep. I, I agree with you a thousand percent, but I'm <laughs> going to make one correction on what you said. Because it rubs me the wrong way and i know you didn't mean it and when people say throw strikes i like saying just throw the ball because yeah you know what i mean sure. I, I know what you meant right. but i want yes. i i yeah. i know exactly what you meant but it's like you yeah. know i i hate when people say oh just throw strikes and i know you didn't mean it that way right. but i no, like saying for, sure. for parents out there just just throw the ball go out and throw the ball yeah. because just um, play catch with the catcher yeah right just throw the ball let it loose let it loose have some fun throw the ball and yeah. um yeah stop getting in your heads and i get it you guys are all kids but you know stop overthinking things just let it loose let it just, let it loose man throw the ball play catch with the catcher yeah yeah that's it Right. That's what he's back there for. His name is, it's literally in the title. It's catcher. Well, I don't know if play catch with your catcher works either because, man, so, sometimes the way my kid warms up when he's playing catch, my God, man, he's lobbing the ball and he's, you know, off sidearm oh and God. all that garbage. I almost, I almost sprinted out on the field this weekend, dude. Austin, Austin fielded a ground ball at second base, and he had plenty of time to make the play, but he just lobbed it. To the first baseman and he made what should have been like a a kid out by four steps he made it to where he was only out by a step and a half and i damn i, I dang near ran out on the field and like strangled him yeah, yeah <laughs> hey, what are you doing throw the ball <laughs> yeah this seems about right I, I know it's not just you either there's a lot of people out there that do that trust me uh and it's very frustrating but yeah, yeah so hey yeah. are you uh are you a winning or a development? Yeah, you couldn't. You could not wait to get a transition in, could you? you oh, I had to do it. I, I, I was waiting it. for it. I'm like, I, it's, yeah, coming. it's coming. It's coming. 100. Are you a winning or a, tr a development? I think I. I mean, I know what you're gonna say, yeah, and I, mean, I think the entire listener base out there knows what we're gonna say. But what's the what's the difference in your mind between winning? And development. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a great question. Shout out to uh, one of the listeners that sent us that question. Keep sending those in. Uh, glad to talk about anything you guys want. But, um, you know, I I've said it on the show multiple times. For you younger kids out there, um, when you're looking for a team, ask them what the goal is. And the goal should be to play high school baseball. Um, you know, there's going to be people that say, oh, our goal is to get you division one our goal is to get you to the pros it's not realistic um uh -uh. It, but it's possible it is possible yeah. but you have to do one step at a time and you know right back to the guy i was talking to yesterday he said you know all my kids goals are to play play at vanderbilt and duke and stuff like that and he said is it realistic probably not but he said in this day and age maybe it is maybe it is but i have to get them yeah. to the first goal first and that's playing high school or you know actually he said the first goal is playing high level travel competitive baseball and then we go to high school and then we go to college you know one step at a time um so don't get me wrong like in this day and age it is possible it's a lot more possible than when we were growing up and you played 20 games a year and you don't know if you're getting looked at and anything like that so these kids have a lot of opportunities but developing and getting to that next level is the most important thing i mean there's no doubt about that and for the you know a lot, most part i think everyone has that same feeling i hope so um 
I don't know if that's true, actually. <laughs> you have those trophy-chasing teams. Yeah. We all know the trophy-chasing teams that are borderline major teams, and they're like, yeah, we're just going to register AA, and we're going to play in low AA tournaments because we want the trophy. Right, right. Yeah, and, and it, that's not what it should be about. It should be about developing. Go ahead. Um, you know, sometimes it's better to take – most of the time, it's better to take a loss than it is to go in and win by – Eight, yeah. eight plus. Um, you're going to learn a lot more when it comes to losses. I think I think losses are huge for kids, especially. Maybe when you get older, they're not that important. I, I yeah. get that. You're in college. You're probably not learning too much from a loss. Maybe a little bit, but you don't really care at that point. you got bigger goals. But right, at this age, sure. losses, you're going to learn a ton from. Absolutely. And it's, it's funny that you say it because I, I literally told my team this weekend, I was like, guys, I would much rather – play three games, win one of them, lose two of them, or win two of them, lose one of them at a very high level of baseball and and keep it close, then play six games and win 20 to nothing all the six games. Because that's not doing anything for you guys. That's actually making you digress. Like right. that, you're, you're regressing at that point and you're not, you're gonna play down to your competition soon. Yep, no doubt about it. Yeah, you don't know when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. Um, yeah, so I agree completely. Developing it, development is by far the most you can do. And, um, you know, as these teams get older and your schedules get tougher, guys, I, I keep saying it, you're going to lose 20, 25 games a year. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the number one team in the Midwest or you're the 50th team in the Midwest. Your schedules are probably tough enough. You're going to lose 20, 25 games. It is what it is. Who cares? Who cares how many games you lose? Right, right. You know, okay, so here's a stat that you should be keeping. How many kids are playing high school baseball when they're off my team? Yeah, right. That's a stat that you you should be worried about. And when they're still on your team for summer ball, how many kids did I send to college? Not just D1 or anything like that. How many kids are off of my team playing college? And if... 50% 50% of them are, you did your job. Right. And you excelled at your job. Yep, I agree. And you know, back to the social media part, some of these programs do a fantastic job of promoting their social media. Um, and kids yeah. playing in college and everything. Um, so th- that's you know the power of social media and used in a good way of promoting what their kids are doing after the program. You know, So that's really cool. I like to see that a lot. I, I, I hope to see more of that. That's what we should be talking about, not... Um, not uh, I don't all the other yeah. stuff we see on social media. We'll just keep it I at know. that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it's all about development, really. guys. It's development. I don't care what age you are. We're we're focused on development. Everyone should be focused on development. And uh, you know, don't get me wrong. Winning comes with it. Like we're not saying don't care about winning. We care about winning. And if you don't, then you're not a competitor. Like absolutely, you should care about winning. And you should want to win every single game you play. But once that game is over. It's on to the next, and you're you're talking about how to get better. You're not you're not focusing for the next week on God. We should have won that championship, man. If we didn't do this, if we didn't do that, no. How do we win the next one based off of why we lost the last one? Yeah, that's 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 key. Yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, <laughs> I mean, we got that. Uh, go ahead. The problem is again, we're just preaching to the choir. All the people that are actually listening to this. They know that. See, I, I, I agree, but I, um, I think we're getting through to some people. I do. I hope so, man. I do. I really do. I do. I, like I said, I mean, I, I enjoy talking to you, but, <laughs> no, but like I, I said, want, I want to make a difference too. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're in this for—to make a difference and change the game in the Midwest. And I think we're doing it. Trust me. I, I'm getting a lot of feedback, uh, especially at the event this past weekend. Like I said, that coach wanted to argue a call, and he's he's telling the same in his mind. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll, we'll have to check what episode that was. I think it was 434, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 36. Yeah. 36. All right. We yeah. got to, we got to, we got to talk to Mark about that. Yeah, That'd we got to get awesome. it going. <laughs> that's, that's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, so I think we are getting through to people. I think we are making a difference. I think we are doing some changes. And uh, I just could tell by our social media pres- presence, too, um, the feedback we're getting, everything. I think we are. I truly do believe that. 
which is awesome um so yeah guys keep sending in those questions they're awesome uh anything you want us to talk about we'll talk about trust me we'll uh we'll we'll be glad to talk about anything um the only thing we won't talk about is uh crs we won't talk about those (laughs) (laughs) and i'll tell you what that's the number one i almost forgot about it no i didn't because that's the number one thing people come up to me and say Everywhere, everywhere. I swear to God, everyone always says it. Um, but I've been at a tournament the past four weeks, I think, in a row, and I've had at least three or four people every weekend come up to me and say something about that. So I'm going to try for a sponsorship. I tried, man. They didn't respond to me. You, uh, that's because that's you. That's a try. good point. That's, that's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Next thing I got, so guys, we're uh, like I said, we're gonna start breaking down some tournaments like we did last week with the Spring Showdown. Uh, so we're gonna record another episode here, probably Thursday night. We'll be released Friday, guys. Let us know what tournament you want us to break down. We'll be breaking down a tournament uh, for Friday's episode. So if you got a good tournament going on, um, you, your team's part of it, or you just saw it, uh, let us know which one, and we'll uh, we'll pick one out and break it down and give some predictions for that one. Um, that was fun when we did that. Too. Yeah, it's like, awesome. People love it. People love it. Yeah, people love it. They just, you know, they love hearing their predictions or our predictions, and they have their predictions too. And it's it's just cool. It's fun for the kids, yeah. and you know, that, that's what it's about. Um, that's all I had on my list. Uh, besides, I've been our waiting fun for game. start bench and cut. Yeah, let's go. You want to kick it off? Or you want me to? I think I kicked it off last time. All right, all right. so I'm going to kick it off. Um, so I I did not do same positions. <laughs> So uh-huh. these are different positions. Um, and I'm going to go with the young guys in baseball and um, start, bench, and cut. Um, We're too much alike. You got you got the same one kind of? But old guys. Okay, I like it. I like it. Good, good. <laughs> I, we didn't even plan that. Look at that. <laughs> Not even. Yes. I, I think before the show, I, I even told you, I got a zinger for you for mine. Yeah, you did. You're you like, good. Yeah. Good. You, I got one for you, too. It's a good one. We got the young ones and the old ones. Uh, so I'll do it with the young ones here. I got um, Wanda Franco, uh, Bobby Witt Jr., and Luis Robert. Um. Ooh, got you a little uh, stumped, huh? With Junior start. Wow. Okay. Franco bench. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're cutting Luis Robert? Yeah. I think he's just hot right now. Oh, get out of here! I think he's gonna tank. Oh. I like with Junior because he tanked early. He got really hot, and now he's kind of he kind of slumped a little bit. He's gonna get hot again. Yeah, but he, and he's gonna get way more playing time because the Royals are terrible. Yeah, but you, we're talking about you're building your own team here. That's fine. All right. I would still do it that way. I think I think Witt's got a ton of upside. He does, no doubt about it. No I doubt about it. I think his ceiling is is the limit. Like his ceiling, sky's the limit. I agree. Um, it's a tough one. I, I would personally go with I'd, – I'd probably go Bobby Witt Jr. to start as of right now because um, I do think he has the most potential. But I'm putting Luis Robin on the bench. Um, he just, he's got pop. He's come in, pitch hit, fantastic defender. F- unbel- he's the fastest of the three. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're all, like I believe, like the same age, if I'm not mistaken. Witt might yeah, be a like, year younger. Yeah, I yeah, think, think Witt's just a year younger yeah, than, yeah. than them. Um, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what do you got? All right. I went all old school, but they're all Yankees. Okay. I like it. All right. I love how we're just like randomly thinking of like I know, it's stuff. It's just really thing. cool. Yeah. All right. all right. Joe DiMaggio, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a zinger. Who's the first one? Joe, Joe DiMaggio, you Joe. said, right? Yep. I gotta write this one down. <laughs> Joe, Babe, and Lou. I'm, I'm gonna start Babe, because I think he could do a little bit of everything. Um, and I'll be honest with you, this could be another topic another day. I'm not a big babe guy. Either am I. Yeah. Uh, 
well, we can go down that road another day. That's always a hot topic with certain people, mm-hmm. but um, I think the guy w- wouldn't get a hit in this day and age. Anyways, no. uh, <laughs> people disagree. He's Some people very agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was great for his era. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Ty Cobb was better than Babe Ruth. That's, that's a topic of conversation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, so I'm going to start Ruth, just because I think he could do a little bit more, obviously. Um, that's fair. I'm going to bench. I'm going to bench Lou Gehrig. And I'm going to cut Joe DiMaggio. I'm the same, but I start Lou Gehrig. So Ruth on the bench? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought about going that way. Um, and the only reason I say that is because Lou Gehrig's career was cut short, way shorter than what yeah. Babe Ruth's was. Right. And Lou Gehrig himself made Babe Ruth better because Lou Gehrig hit behind him. True. It's a good so point. So he protected Babe Ruth. They yep. had to pitch to Babe because they didn't want to get to Lou. Yep. That's a good point. That's fair. Um, that was a good one. I like that one. That was that was old school. <laughs> Um, send in some, you know, some fan ones, guys. Send them, yeah. send them over to us. We'll be glad to do it. Uh, I think everyone likes that game. I enjoy yeah. it too, especially because yeah, it's yeah, just so random. Like, you don't know what you're gonna. Well, it get. makes you think, and, right. and and you got to sit here and watch like, baseball right now because it's like, man, I, right, I don't know. <laughs> right. And guys, we don't tell each other these before or anything. Not so. even a little bit. Like yeah. I, I personally, personally, I want him to be shocked. Yeah, right. When I when I say it, like I, I want to, I want his honest to God answer. Right. When I say it on the spot, I want him to know nothing of the of what I'm choosing. Yeah. If they could see our faces every time, they would believe us because we're like, oh. Our, our eyes go up, our eyebrows yeah. go up. We lean yeah. back in the chair. And we're like, oh god, this is a tough one. Every single time, it seems like one of these days when we actually start recording us. Which uh, ahead of time, I'm sorry for you fans out there that we are going to have to start looking at our face when we're <laughs> yeah. when we're doing this. Um, but you'll see what we're talking about when we have zero idea that of what topic the other person is bringing up. <laughs> I wish that we had it recorded when I brought up last, what was it, Walt Weiss? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> so I wish I wish we had that one recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so that's all we got, guys. We're going to be back later this week with another episode, breaking down the tournament. And, uh, you know, anything you guys want to hear from us, we appreciate all the support. Like I said, guys, go follow us on all our social medias. Uh, hit up our Instagram, Midwest Baseball Ranks, Facebook, Midwest Ranks. And, uh, you know, follow us along, ask some questions. Um, you know, make sure you like, subscribe on the podcast. Um, you know, do it all. We appreciate everyone out there. Let's pray for some warm weather. And uh, that's all I got. You got anything, Andrew? I don't have anything, man. Just uh, just keep on trucking. You know, bring, if you're going to a baseball tournament this weekend, bring an umbrella, a shovel, um, stocking hat, gloves, pod, and uh, speedo. I, I don't really know because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be raining, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, we appreciate y'all. We'll uh, see you later this week.